Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Monday, October 19th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Welcome to the week. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. The weather was fantastic, and I give all the kudos and thanks to George Young from DCMDVA Weather for that. I ended up scrubbing floors for excitement on Saturday, but Sunday redeemed itself with a bike ride up to and around BWI and dinner with a special someone at the point. Well, it is Monday, so let's get into it. The Annapolis Police Department is investigating a quadruple shooting that happened early Sunday morning along Clay Street in the city's second ward. It left one man dead and three others injured. It all went down at about 12.11 a.m. Annapolis police responded to the 100 block of Clay Street for the reports of several shots that were fired. When they arrived, they found one adult male in the rear of the residence suffering from a fatal gunshot wound. He was identified as 28-year-old Sean McGowan of Baltimore. Three additional victims suffering from gunshot wounds were located inside the residence, and those victims have been identified as a 26-year-old female from Baltimore and two 17-year-old teenagers from Annapolis. This is the sixth homicide in Annapolis this year. And according to Chief Edward Jackson of the Annapolis Police Department, officers do believe that this all originated in a large house party on Clay Street. Just an update to that Amber Alert that we got on Friday morning very early. There was a child that was abducted by his mother and taken after a home invasion. Good news, on Friday at about 3.30 p.m., the mother and child walked into a Baltimore County Police District to turn herself in. The child was not injured and will be reunited with his father, and both the mother and the grandmother were arrested and charged. The mother is from Concord, North Carolina. The grandmother is from District Heights, Maryland. Police do say it is still an open and active investigation, and anybody that may have any information is asked to call 410-222-6145. In another law enforcement news, Anne Arundel County's state's attorney, Ann Colt Lytus, has announced that she has hired former St. Mary's County Deputy State's Attorney Jamie Sterling. She recently resigned her position citing questionable policies in the St. Mary's County State's Attorney's Office, and she's going to be handling felony matters and act as a liaison to the Anne Arundel County Police Department's Fatal Overdose Investigation Unit. Sterling did start her career in public service back in 2008 as a prosecutor in Frederick County. In 2011, she moved over to the St. Mary's County State's Attorney's Office and worked her way up to Deputy State's Attorney. Very well qualified and notably, she is also the daughter of our very own Governor Larry Hogan. Speaking of Governor Hogan, well, Governor Hogan and Health Secretary Bobby Neal had a great announcement on Friday afternoon late that was increasing the capacity limits for outdoor sporting and entertainment venues, provided that they have face coverings and strict health protocols. For outdoor sporting venues, which is M&T Bank Stadium, Orioles Park, FedEx Field, etc., spectators can attend up to 10% of the total capacity. For outdoor entertainment venues, which have a capacity greater than 2,500 people, that would be like Meriwether Post Pavilion, the Anne Arundel County Fairgrounds, etc., they also limit the occupancy to 10% for outdoor entertainment. However, base coverings are going to be required at all outdoor sporting and entertainment venues. They must follow social distancing protocols and social gatherings at the venue, such as tailgating, are still prohibitive. So good news for a few emphasis on few fans of the Ravens and the Washington football team. 
Hey, Comcast is doing some good stuff. They have launched a new program called Comcast Rise, which is an initiative created to help small, mostly minority-owned businesses that have been hit hard by COVID-19. It's going to be a three-year project, which is going to offer grants, marketing and technology upgrades, media campaigns, connectivity, computers, voice equipment, as well as free marketing insight to all applicants. It's not restricted to minorities, but it is focused that way. U.S. Black-owned small businesses can apply for marketing and technology support and equipment to jumpstart and help them sustain their business operations right now. And all small businesses are able to sign up for free marketing insights and resources. The next wave of the program will open up eligibility to include black, indigenous, and people of color. And this looks like a really good program. They're going to have grants. They're going to have media. They're going to have all sorts of things there. If you are a small business, especially if you are a small business owned by a person of color, you want to go to ComcastRise.com. That's R-I-S-E.com. ComcastRise.com. Go check it out. And finally, while Comcast is doing great stuff on a larger state or even region level, we've got somebody right here doing things that are great in the local level. Creating Communities, which is an Annapolis-based arts and mentoring nonprofit formed by Rob Levitt, is going to be hosting a free Zoom community conversation called The Brazilian Family on Tuesday, October 20th at 7 o'clock. Essentially, we're all having tough times dealing with families during times of COVID. This community conversation is going to feature three amazing families who are going to share their story of resilience during COVID-19. You'll walk away with lots of tips and you'll learn how to get along better with your family during the challenging times. In addition, after the Zoom call, you're going to be able to walk away with a PDF of the presentation as well and a worksheet. As I said, it is free, but registration is required. It's happening tomorrow night at 7 p.m. And there is a really long, complicated URL that I turned around and made a shortened one of that you want to go to. It's a bit.ly one. So it's bit.ly slash creating communities. It's all one word, bit.ly slash creating communities. I think this will be an outstanding community conversation for everybody to listen to. All right, that does wrap it up for the news today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you're someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends, family, and colleagues all know about us as well. It is Monday, so we do have Ann Alsina with your Money Monday report. She's standing by. And we also have George Young with your local DCMDVA weather report, and that looks pretty good for this week. He's standing by as well, and all of that is coming up in just one minute. But here is Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years, and I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. 
When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend too. Now here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Monday, October 19th. It was a great fall weekend across the Annapolis region with sunshine in 60s each day, and this week will be even better with plenty of sunshine and warmer temps. Look for highs in the low to mid-70s today and Tuesday before mid to upper 70s. Wednesday and Thursday, ahead of more low to mid-70s on Friday before a cold front brings a return of highs in the 60s and a chance of showers over the weekend. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DC MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Stores. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at DCMDVAweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. Annapolis may be Maryland's state capital, but it's also the sailing capital of the world. And whether you call Naptown home or are just planning a visit, a cruise on the Annapolis Maritime Museum's newly restored skipjack, the Wilma Lee is a perfect opportunity to sit back, relax, and let the wind carry you across the water. Whether you're looking for front row seats to the Wednesday night sailing races, a guided sailing heritage tour, or an evening cruise to enjoy the extraordinary sunsets over the Chesapeake, a cruise aboard the historic Wilma Lee is the perfect way to connect the bay through both cultural and ecological lenses. The Annapolis Maritime Museum is making sure all safety protocols are undertaken, including social distancing and requiring masks while boarding. And the boat is open air, allowing plenty of space to socially distance. Tickets are available at at Ameritime.org. Private cruises are also available. Visit Ameritime.org for more information. You work hard for your money. Is your money working hard for you? Managing and investing, it can be confusing. Ann Alsina, a financial planner from Covington Alsina, has been helping people make sense of it all for over 17 years. Are you ready? Now here's your Monday Money Report. This is Ann Alsina of Covington Alsina with your Monday Money Report. Earnings season began last week when publicly traded companies report their financial results for the quarter. Overall, the S&P 500 index was essentially flat, with good news about earnings and increased consumer spending offsetting the stalled stimulus talks. It's important to remember that stocks are forward-looking, so they are ahead of where we are economically. And the indexes really represent big corporate America, not Main Street businesses. This is why it may seem like a disconnect between local businesses closing and the market doing so well. We've gotten a few questions about the smaller folks, too, people who are just getting started. From a financial standpoint, if you're in a hole, the first thing is to stop digging yourself any deeper. Find a side hustle, see what you can do to improve your work situation, anything to increase cash flow. Then build emergency savings. It's not sexy, it's not exciting, but having a strong emergency fund is the first step on the road to financial independence. I usually recommend setting up a savings account or money market that you won't see when you check your account balance. Out of sight, out of mind. Because even if you know that money's not available, your subconscious is figuring out all the things you can spend it on. If it's possible, have your paycheck split into two deposits. Make a direct contribution from each paycheck into that savings account. Start small. For some people, that's $5, and for some, that's 500 But you want it to be an amount that doesn't really impact you. Give it a few months, then increase the amount going into savings. Keep doing that every few months until you reach a point where it's noticeable. 
Reduce it to the previous level if needed, but keep contributing. Remember that you'll end up dipping into the account from time to time, a medical bill, a car repair. That's what the money is there for. The long-term goal is six months of living expenses saved and easily available. If you're also worried about paying off credit card debt, make your minimum payments and build up a small cash reserve, $500 to $1,000. Then focus everything you can on paying off that debt. Another step on the road to financial independence is a retirement account. You can do the same thing here. Start small and increase your contribution every time you get a raise. If you have an employer-sponsored plan like a 401k and they offer a match, do everything you can to contribute enough to get that full match. It's free money. Little steps now can lead to big things later on. Having an emergency fund is one of the key parts of a solid financial plan. Have more questions? We have some great resources, including calculators, videos, and articles on our website at covingtonalcina.com. Or visit our Facebook page to learn about our lineup of educational events. Securities offered through LPL Financial, member from SPC. Investment advice offered through Great Valley Advisor Group, a registered investment advisor. Covington Alcina and Great Valley Advisor Group are separate entities from LPL Financial. All performance references, historicals, no guarantee of future results. All entities are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. The opinions voiced in this show are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax advisor prior to investing. And if you don't have a financial advisor, come talk to us. This is Ann Alcina with Covington Alcina. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.